1: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
2: Savings based on cost of Consumer cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
3: Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, Jesse Kelly show and we still have two hours left and the questions are awesome. We have history ones. People are mad about politics of course. We have Look, look, there's a lot to get to. I'm going to get to this Elon Musk question here in a second, but we have to tackle something much more important. First, we have to address uh, the fact that this is the president.
1: We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy
3: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. The only reason I brought that up was I had a funny thought. Well, at least it's funny to me. It may be horrifying to you. Remember when Joe Biden was campaigning, if that's what we're going to call it, when Joe Biden was pretending to be alive and he was campaigning to be president and all of a sudden in a bunch of different news outlets, there started to be stories about how Joe Biden overcame a stutter and Joe Biden's childhood stutter and he's, he's overcome this stutter. And, and we're all looking around like, wait, what? When did, when did Joe Biden have a stutter? We have all this old video of Joe Biden. There's, there's like 30 years of him in the Senate. He seems to be speaking just fine. So he's developed a stutter at the age of 9,000? You know what it was? It was a brilliant piece of PR. You know what it was? It was them realizing they have a walking cadaver running for president and trying to preempt any criticism of how the man talks. And look, it is funny for radio. It is, but do keep in mind, we've talked about this before. The president of the United States of America is really important. And I, I know that's the, the ultimate captain obvious statement, but he's really, really important for the entire planet. And when the president of the United States of America speaks The world watches. The world watches. You don't watch when other world leaders speak. I don't watch when other world leaders speak. I couldn't tell you what, uh, even Macron in France, I couldn't tell you what the sound of his voice sounds like, which is good because it's probably annoying because he's speaking French. But I don't know what other world leaders sound like. People around the globe know the voice of the United States president. When he gets up and speaks, they listen. So this is actually a big deal. We're
1: going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah.
3: Dear Cheetah Choker. Okay. I I feel like this may be going by some people because we have so many new listeners. Allow me to explain when people address me as Cheetah Choker. I have maintained for the longest time that I could take a cheetah... It, stop shaking your head, Chris. That I, could che- that I could take a cheetah in unarmed combat. What, Chris? Chris asked if it's the same as my gator strategy. One, that wasn't a gator strategy. I was teaching people how to kill a saltwater crocodile if it's after you. You don't try to run away. That's what they're expecting. You instead dive into his mouth and choke him out from the inside. That's one. Two... Back to the cheetah. Cheetahs only weigh like 150 pounds, maybe. Maybe. I weigh 220, 230, depending on how many cheeseburgers I've had that week. I've got the weight advantage. I think I could take a cheetah in unarmed combat. His only way to get me, his only way to kill me, I understand he can hurt me with the claws, but his only way to actually kill me is to get his mouth around my throat. That's how they kill people. What, Chris? Yes, the razor sharp teeth, but you're not understanding. They have these wee little pencil necks on them. It looks like a pen. All I have to do is get my hands on his throat, and then I can prevent him from ever getting his mouth. Quit shaking your head, Chris. Then I can prevent him from ever getting his mouth on me, and I can choke out his airway, and I can finish him off. And and people say, oh, but he's going to cut you. Look, did I say I was going to get out of this unscathed? I never said that, did I? I understand there are going to be some scars, right? Chick's dick scars. I'm not worried about it. There are going to be some scars, but I think I I could take one, Chris. I think I could take one. Chris, just imagine there's somebody out there because the show's gotten so big. There's somebody out there tuning in for the first time right now. (laughs) Just a heads up. uh, This is a political talk show. It is the Jesse Kelly show. It is a political talk show, and and we're going to get back to politics in just a second. I promise. All right. Just a second. (laughs) Anyway, dear cheetah choker, no, Chris, look, if we're doing pay-per-view, I need to get paid. And I mean absolutely paid for this because there's a, I mean, there's a chance I'm going to probably need some medical attention by the time we're done. I'm probably going to I, they're gonna, I'm gonna need some stitches. I know I'm going to need some stitches, but guess what? Then I'll walk around, and I'm going to wear that cheetah skin as like a cheetah cloak. What, Chris? I'll wear it as a cheetah cloak forever, and I'll just tell anybody who walks by what I did. Oh, sorry, it's my cheetah cloak. It's one I killed hand-to-hand. You wouldn't know. Oh, Chris, I forgot to tell you, you know, for those who haven't been paying attention this week, I uh, got a I ended up with a swollen up elbow because I'm 40 and these things randomly happen. Now, I guess I banged it on something and I've been saying all week that it was a cobra bite and I just it's just I've I've been enjoying myself telling everyone it was a cobra bite and I had to go to the doctor yesterday and he jammed this huge needle in it and he drained it out and whatnot. And I just, out of instinct, see, this is why we screw off too much on the show and it ends up costing me in real life, Chris. I got in the elevator on the way up to the studio today and some girl gets on the elevator and I have this bandage because I have to keep it wrapped for a few days. And she said, oh, what, what happened to your elbow? And I just wasn't thinking. I was like, oh, cobra bite. And I, and I get off the elevator and I look back and I can see this look of bewilderment on her face. <laughs> well, sorry, lady, if, if you're listening, I, that was a lie. That was actually a lie. Well, that's cool. Look, I'm going with it. Dear Cheetah Choker, thank the Lord I was born in the South where we do breakfast right. My question for you is, what's the best breakfast food if you had to choose one? Thanks. All right. One, I realize this is going to make people mad, but he's right about the South. The South does breakfast right. They do. I've lived all over and I love food from all over. Remember, I love Mexican food in California. I've eaten my way through New York City more times than I can count, from Jersey to Pittsburgh. I've, I love it. I love Indianapolis. You get a great steak in Indianapolis. I know the good foods everywhere. Chris said, really? You you really need to get out of Texas, Chris. Yes, there are other places where you can get good food. Okay. You've never been to Indianapolis. If, if Passing through in the airport on one of your bargain tickets does not count. all right, does not count. Anyway. I am a little bit of an odd duck when it comes to breakfast, or I don't know if this is odd. If you were to give me a, uh, a big waffle or a pancake, butter and syrup, I love those. I'm not, I'm not disparaging those at all. But you were to also offer me instead a big plate of scrambled eggs and sausage and bacon and cheese. and I would go with the scrambled eggs all day, every day, and there's no contest. I have this thing I make at the house. You ready for this? I am about to give out another amazing Jesse Kelly recipe. And Now, this is pretty high end. all right? It's pretty high end, but this is what I do. I take the frozen bag of hash browns you get in the store. right? What is it? Orida or something? It doesn't matter. Grab, grab some shredded hash browns at the store. Stay with me. Stay with me. Take some diced jalapenos, just a little jar of diced jalapenos. Drop them in a pan that has butter in it. Then take the hash browns and drop the hash browns in there so they're sizzling up with the jalapenos in it, okay? Stay with me. Next, there's, you know Frank's hot sauce? Frank's hot sauce? There's a a seasoning, a dry seasoning that Frank's made called Frank's Buffalo Ranch. Frank's Buffalo Ranch. Chris, it's not that ranchy. I think you would actually like it. It's like a chicken wing. It's like eating a chicken wing, okay? Take the Buffalo Ranch, Douse the hash brown jalapeno mixture in the buffalo ranch. In a separate pan beside you, make sure you start browning some sausage. Brown some sausage in a pan beside you. Breakfast sausage. I prefer the spicy because I'm not a woman, but you get whatever you want. Spice up some sausage beside you. Okay? So you got your browns. You got your whatever. Then once the sausage is browned, take out some Cajun seasoning and some flour and some milk And make yourself a little sausage gravy, Cajun sausage gravy beside it. All right? Stay with me. Finally, pull that hash brown jalapeno mixture out of the pan. Dump it in a bowl. Not on a plate. In a bowl. This is important. Dump it in a bowl. And then take a big old handful of shredded cheese, whatever kind you want, or Velveeta if you're high end, and drop it in that bowl. Cover it up with foil because it needs a second. Then take two or three eggs, over easy eggs, pull the over easy eggs out. Once they're done, take the foil off, drop them on top of it, pour the gravy on top of that, and you have the most flavorful, cheesy, eggy, potato y Bex breakfast on the planet. What, Chris? it has it's not biscuits and gravy with extra steps don't don't put down my breakfast chris this is my own special recipe you know what you know what? we'll be back in a second cuz we have to talk about elon musk and ted cruz and twitter and what's going on there we also have to answer questions about chris but before we do that let's talk about your allergies i know i know you walk out to your car now if you park outside and i know there's a yellow film on your car we all have it we're all going through i i, I get it i get it you understand allergy relief is right there with Eden Pure. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm, this air freshener, well, air purifier I mean, this thing doesn't even have a filter you have to replace. They call it a thunderstorm because it constantly cleans your air. Not just not just viruses and mold, not just smells. I don't even own allergy medication anymore because of this thing. I have one where I sleep. I have one where my sons sleep. I have one in the living area. They have a three-pack for sale for my listeners, go to EdenPureDeals.com, use the code JESSE3, and that gets you $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3.
1: Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show.
3: Gosh, I thought we discussed no more smashing pumpkins, Chris. Didn't we discuss the. Oh, gosh, you have to listen. Oh, gosh, that's just terrible. You know what? You know what? I'd rather listen to Jen Suckey.
2: She had previously called the Hunter Biden laptop a, a Trump campaign product, seeming to discredit its validity or reporting surrounding that. How can can you assuage concerns of people who are looking at this person who's been appointed to this position and wondering if she's going to be able to accurately judge misinformation now that a lot of that reporting has been uh, proven to be factual in some ways? Well, I don't have any comments on the laptop, but what I can tell you is that it sounds like the objective of the board is to prevent disinformation and misinformation from traveling around the country in a range of communities. I'm not sure who opposes that effort.
3: These people are after us, which leads me to this email. Dr. Shadow. (laughs) Conservative accounts on Twitter have been gaining thousands of followers. Uh, By the way, he called me Shadow because a lot of people don't realize this. Even though I'm 6'8". Shut up, Chris. Even though I'm 6'8", I can blend into a crowd. Yes, I can, Chris. I fade away like a shadow. I've always thought I would have been a great spy. I could have been sleuthing around other countries. I might not have been that great in Asian countries because they're a little short. And I really would have stuck out there. But if you get me in Europe, I'd have the trench coat on, Chris, and the hat. No, I would blend in like a chameleon. They do make trench coats that long. Shut up, Chris. Anyway, Dr. Shadow, conservative accounts on Twitter have been gaining thousands of followers in a matter of days since Elon bought Twitter. Ted Cruz, for example, has gained 118,000 new followers. Do you think Twitter is covering up their dirty work before Elon takes control? Well, Elon is very concerned about this. For those who don't know, obviously, Elon bought Twitter. But for those who don't know or aren't on there, I'm not encouraging you to get on there. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter, but you don't need to get on there. The people on the right have been gaining mass amounts of followers by the thousands. I gained like 10,000 in a day or something. Oh, it's more than that, Chris? Chris tracks that stuff. He's such a nerd. But I've gained thousands and everyone on the right has gained thousands and people on the left have lost thousands, and all this happened like a light switch got turned on when Elon Musk bought Twitter. And I don't know what the mystery is around this. Everyone knows what that is. You ever seen seen the movie The Devil's Advocate? Chris has actually seen that movie. I'm not necessarily encouraging you to watch it. Some would say it's a classic Al Pacino flick. Kids, not for you. Not for you. You understand? But either way, there's a, there's a part in that movie where Keanu Reeves, he's an actor, and he goes up, and there's this high-powered law office, and he knocks on the door of one of the big rooms, and he opens it up, and he looks back, and he sees all these people scrambling around this room, shredding documents. When there are takeovers of companies, especially when you have a company that is full-blown communist... And you now have a man taking over and he's taking it private. Remember, he doesn't have to answer to anybody. There's no board. There's no nothing. He does whatever he wants. They are busy deleting things and either virtually and probably otherwise, they are shredding documents at Twitter because these people listen, listen, this same kind of mentality that you're going to hear from Jen Suckey here again, this same kind of mentality this spreads to all, all the social media companies feel this same way. They feel as if they are the communist gods. That they, it is their job to determine what you're allowed to hear, what you're not allowed to hear. And they understand how powerful their medium is. Why do you think Mark Zuckerberg spent hundreds of millions of his own dollars in the mail-in voting effort? these people believe they have an obligation to communism to keep you shut up so they are going to do very nefarious things when you hear jen sucky's voice just understand this is everybody who works at twitter
2: she had previously called the hunter biden laptop a, a trump campaign product seeming to discredit its validity or reporting surrounding that How can can you assuage concerns of people who are looking at this person who's been appointed to this position and wondering if she's going to be able to accurately judge misinformation now that a lot of that reporting has been uh, proven to be factual in some ways? Well, I don't have any comments on the laptop, but what I can tell you is that it sounds like the objective of the board is to prevent disinformation and misinformation from traveling around the country in a range of communities. I'm not sure who opposes that effort.
3: It wouldn't even occur to them. Here's what's nuts. And I realize this is like a double or triple negative and you're never supposed to answer things like that. It would never occur to these people not to censor. It just would never occur to them. That's why all communists have always censored. It just would never occur to them not to censor. That's what they do. That's what, of course, look, of course we would censor. Of course we're going to control what people think. Remember remember, Dr. Yuval Noah, I played it earlier in the show. Of course we're going to... Of course, we're going to take away your privacy. Why, why would you need privacy? This debate about um, privacy versus security is as old as civilization, you can say. But there is something new now. For the first time in history, it's possible to completely eliminate privacy. Mm-hmm. It was just never possible before. And it is possible now. Something fundamental has changed. Mm-hmm. When dictators always dreamt about
2: completely eliminating privacy monitoring everybody all the time and knowing everything you do and not just everything you do, but even everything you you think and everything you feel. Whether it's a tyrant in ancient Greece or whether it's Stalin, they always dreamt about it. They could never do it because it was technically impossible. Now it's possible.
3: You creeped out yet? You should be. Are you creeped out yet? All right, all right. Ever popular great cheeseburger shogun Ever so popular. How many emails does Chris have to read every show? Or more precisely, how many on average do you get? Do you need a Chris clone to keep up? All right. One, remember, you can email your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions to jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. It's actually funny about this. When we first started, remember, I've only been doing this a few years. We had a one-hour show, 7 o'clock at night, on the great KPRC, our affiliate here in Houston. And we would get what two emails a day, Chris, maybe two emails a day now hundreds hundreds a day is that fair? Two or three hundred probably i I would guess probably in the neighborhood of two or three hundred emails every day but i I love them i i I love them because it reminds me of i I even love the hate ones. I like to know what people are thinking. I like to know what people are feeling. Remember, there's no, no one in the stands cheering. I'm sitting here talking to a microphone. I don't know. All right. We have a question. Someone's having CNN played for them, being forced to watch. Hang on. Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? It is the Jesse Kelly show on an Ask Doctor Jesse Friday. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing is on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Huh? How are we doing on downloads, Chris? Are we doing good? Or Is it still going up that fast? Of course it is. You know why, Chris? Because of me. <laughs> Most handsome blind oracle. You know that's not nice. All right, that's not nice. The house we bought. Had an automated pool cleaner. It meanders around the pool, bumping into walls, gets stuck, and it goes into sleep mode way too early. My sons and I decided to name him Joe Biden. My wife is mortified when my sons shout in our backyard, Dad, Joe Biden fell asleep again. <laughs> we also have a pump to suck out all the excess fluids from the covers of the pool. We named her Kamala Harris. That's not, right. you know what? That's not right. <laughs> 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 oh, gives me the shivers. Journalist Jesse, I'm six. I am i am 16 I enjoy your show every night, and I laugh at the cracks going back and forth for, between you and Chris. My brother is being forced to watch CNN every day at school before lunch and answer questions on the video provided by CNN. But today, Carl Azuz said that Elon Musk is going to ruin Twitter. My brother stood up from his desk and said, yeah, that's a lie. But his teacher was very woke, and my brother was viciously threatened with being sent to the office for, quote, disrespecting a non-biased and trustworthy news source. Sorry if this email is too long. Look, This is what they do, and they've always done this. I mean, Obama, they've always done this, so I don't want to put this all on Obama, but Obama was masterful at this. He would do it all the time. He would come out with some radical left-wing proposal, and the second he got any pushback, he would say, We don't have to play politics. Just do what I say. Quit playing politics and do what I say. They do this all the time. They try to institutionalize their truths. Do you know? You know what? I need to look this up. Do you know how many of the dictionaries have been adjusted for left wing purposes? You, you didn't know that, did you? Now, what could be more non political than a dictionary, right? It's just here's the word, here's the definition. The communists have managed to worm their way in to the dictionaries. That's how insidious these people are. Chris, I can't tell you how proud I am to have used that word insidious just now. I keep hearing it. What? No, that's a good word. That's a good word. Chris, you know what you need to hear? The bar. Let it eat. Let it, or it is Friday after all.
1: I, I am this little Frito's corn chips, I love them, I do. I want Frito's corn chips, I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, munch, munchy bunch Frito.
3: Oh, I feel better already. Thank you, Frito Bandito. Jesse. Why is it that when something silly like the lack of toilet paper becomes a hot topic for months but when the shelves of baby formula run bare nobody bats an eye it breaks my heart my husband and I have a pandemic baby born December 2020 so I remember buying formula early because of the fear of not being able to feed my baby kept me up at night but now two years later I'm seeing my family and friends who are new moms who Posts constantly asking for help searching the stores because they're on their last canister. Let make it be heard. Our babies are in danger. Where can these moms find help? Thank you for all you do. Since so, so I can say her name, her name is Ritz. Listen, this is, uh, let's have a talk. We have been spoiled our entire lives. It I, I doesn't matter how old you are. People of all ages listen to the show. You've been spoiled. I've been spoiled. I've told the story before. I'm not going to tell it again about the Russian, the old Russian woman who walked in a grocery store and broke down in tears because she'd never seen full shelves before. That's all we've ever known is full shelves. I've never been in a grocery store and seen empty shelves ever. Neither of you. The chances that they're, they're zero. And I mean, I realize it's more and more common now, but. Trees don't grow to the sky. That doesn't last forever. And what gets lost in all this, like this, we're talking about baby formula here. What gets lost in all this is this stuff costs people's lives. When you start running out of things, it costs people their lives. That's reality. Now, it doesn't cost everyone their life, but especially the poor people, they take it on the chin first, as they always do. And then as the middle class gets shoved down into poverty, they take it on the chin. The wealthy generally turn out okay. They're going to do fine in the end. But this stuff, it's more than just, it's more than just paying more money than normal for chicken. You know, it's, it's more than just, well, I got killed at the gas pump today. Better walk to work tomorrow. It's way more than that. This stuff costs people their lives. I actually read that email earlier in the show about the nurse who lost her job, and she helped surgeons. And her surgeons loved her so much they tried to help her keep her job. Well, you can't quantify this, but what if the next person who takes over for her, what if that person isn't as good as she was, what if that person gets somebody killed who would never have been killed if the experienced nurse was still there helping the surgeons? This is a common tale across this country of we'll never be able to fully quantify all the money and loss of life that has come from our pandemic response. And and don't let them get away with this. It all comes back to the pandemic response. Every single time we took a virus, an extremely survivable virus, a virus with well north of 99% survivability. And I realize it's a danger for old people or pre-existing conditions. I realize that. I'm not dismissing it as being fake. But we took a very survivable virus and we carpet bombed the United States of America. Forget about that. We carpet bombed Western society. What we did in response to coronavirus has every indication it's going to cause a global recession. And this is on top. I brought this up yesterday. Well, this is a real Debbie Downer. This is on top of the drought that is coming. I brought this up in case you missed it. There's a drought coming. We have a drought already going on in the country. We are harvesting or should be harvesting winter winter wheat right now. They're supposed to be harvesting winter wheat in Ukraine right now. But because of those dirty Russians, they're not doing very much of that. That's going to have reverberations across the globe. And we're not even feeling that yet. I need to remind everyone, by the way, I almost forgot. You know how I hate communists, and you know how you love history and I love history? Doing a little history episode on TV tonight on my TV channel, the first TV, the TV channel I'm on. You have to go sign up and become a first TV supporter to watch it, but it's available right now. As I speak, you could go start watching it. You have to download the first TV app and sign up to become a supporter. You can watch the thing on demand on Che Guevara, that dirty piece of communist trash You know, the one that – you don't know who Che is, Chris? Jay or Che? Okay. You know, apparently – it's like raising children. You know, I'm going to get back to your emails. I'm going to get back to your emails in a second. We're going to do a little brief explainer on Che when I get back, and then you can go watch the special and you'll learn a lot more about Che. But we're going to do a brief explainer on who Che was because apparently – Apparently, Chris is a child and doesn't know. I know you already know, but Chris doesn't know. And then we'll get back to everything else. But before we do that, let's talk about your money and giving back. And I I, I know that's not normally an easy conversation to have, right? But again, in times like this, we have to give back. And it's hard to know who to give back to. It's hard to know where to give back. Because there are so many lovely sounding charities out there that are actually complete scumbags and ripoff artists. I'm telling you right now, I'm putting my name on it. Tunnel to Towers is the best run charity I've ever been involved in in my entire life. When you give money to Tunnel to Towers, it goes exactly where they tell you it's going to go. You're paying off mortgages for Gold Star Widows. You're helping catastrophically injured veterans. You're helping them build their do-good village where they bar- they're building 110 homes in Florida for all these widows and their kids to come together and be together and support each other. And the money goes where they say it goes. Go to t2t.org. the number two, t.org. They ask you for $11 a month. t2t.org. Fighting for
1: your freedom every day. USA! USA! The USA! Jesse Kelly Show.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and no, Chris, I'm not a big Pearl Jam fan, okay? It's, they're okay, and no one even knows what he's saying in that song. No one even knows what he's saying, and it bothers me when munitions do that. I know that's a little pet peeve, but it's a pet peeve with me. I don't like, you know no one can understand what you're saying. If I did that, I'd be out of a job, and yet these people get away with that all the time. It drives me nuts. What? I, I can I can say it. Hey, Captain Handsome. Hey, Captain Handsome. Do hero guns work on bears? Says, yes, you can use my name. All right. I talked to you a lot about hero gun. I talked to you a lot about it because it's a non-lethal gun. It shoots these pepper balls, hundred miles per hour, and they hurt when they hit you and they explode on contact. And then it's just this pepper cloud. That's actually several times stronger than pepper spray. And I've told you to get one of these things. You don't need a concealed carry permit. You don't have to be a gun person. Get one for your wife, your daughter, your mom, your father, your husband. Get get one for the people in your life so you always have something on you can protect protect yourself with, all right? Go to hero2020.com and use the code Jesse. State restrictions may apply, but hero2020.com code Jesse, all right? Don't 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 walk around without the ability to protect yourself. Go get a hero gun. Hero2020.com code Jesse gets you a nice little discount. But back to your question, actually. Listen, there's There's something about bears, and I grew up in Montana. Remember, I moved to Montana when I was 10, and grizzly bears are terrifying. They kill people up there every single year. I love bears. I'm obsessed with bears because they're so incredibly powerful. Because of their fur, you almost want to think about them like like a little fat, maybe a little pudgy. You know what I mean? They're just muscle. It's just a big ball of bone and muscle. And one of my favorite stories is Lewis and Clark. And I'm going to get back to the Che thing here in a minute. I haven't forgotten about it. Lewis and Clark, when they, Jefferson had them go, you know, explore Western America. And when they wrote down in their diary about the first time, because they'd seen black bears, obviously, back east, about when they first encountered grizzly bears. And they talk about how it's just impossible to kill the thing. They'd shoot it like seven, eight times, and it's still coming at you. They're so powerful and they're so difficult to kill. And people do not understand this unless, you, unless you've lived in bear country and you were smart enough. You can't walk around with uh, a 9 millimeter in bear country. That's like a mosquito for a, a grizzly bear. You would, never, you would never hurt it. You would never hurt it. In fact, the 9 millimeter almost undoubtedly would not even penetrate its skull if you shot it in the head. It would bounce off. They're like armored tanks. If you want to get a bear, you either have to have a hugely powerful handgun, and I mean like 44 Magnum type thing. I actually carried. My dad has a, a 44 Magnum with a six and a half inch barrel on it, a big old dirty hairy gun. I would carry that when we were in bear country, when we were up there elk hunting in the mountains. I would carry that. Or this is a little cumbersome, so you don't usually carry them when you're hunting. But like my old man, when he's up there on his ranch, they always have to be ready because they got wolves and they got grizzlies up there. My old man carries a shotgun with a slug barrel in it. And in case you don't know what that means, you obviously know a shotgun sprays pellets, right? And the pellets can be various sizes. You can put a slug barrel on a shotgun, and instead of a, a pellets, it shoots at one big massive hunk of lead. And they're, they're not a lot of range on them. It's not like a bullet, but it hits like a ton of bricks. That's actually very ideal for a grizzly bear. You really want some slugs. But to answer your question, Bear spray is a very common thing. Now, I would never trust only bear spray. I would always carry, especially if I was in heavy grizzly country, I'd always carry bear spray and a weapon of some kind. But bear spray works very well, and people don't know this. And I have no idea why we're talking about bears on the Jesse Kelly Show, but we are. People do not realize how strong a bear's nose is. It is, I forget what the number, it's a staggering number. Like You know bloodhounds, right? Bloodhounds are famous for hunting things down, smelling things and hunting things down. A bear's nose is several times stronger than a bloodhound, several times. Bears have amazing noses. For that reason, bear spray is actually effective on bears because their nose is so sensitive when you get sprayed with that pepper spray, I mean, I've told you this story about when I had to get sprayed in the Marine Corps, when you get sprayed with it, it is just debilitating. You're just one big ball of misery and snot, and you can't breathe. And it feels like it feels like somebody, when I got sprayed with pepper spray, it feels like somebody takes a lighter, like a cigarette lighter, and holds it up to your face. That's seriously what it feels like. It feels like your skin is on fire, all right? All right, now back to what I was talking about before we get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. You know what? Let's once again get, I just, I love this one.
1: You've heard me say it many times about our children, but it's true. They're all our children. And the the reason you're the teachers of the year is because you recognize that. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom.
3: Pretty revealing how they talk about your kids, right? Pretty daggone revealing. All right, all right, all right. Back to what I was talking about. Remember, I have a special that's available now on The First TV. Go download The First TV app and then sign up to be a supporter, and I have a special. It's on Che Guevara. Chris, because, I mean, I don't even know where this guy went to school. Chris doesn't know who Che was. All right, here's who Che is. You've undoubtedly seen college nerds with his picture on it. He's got that famous picture floating around. It's on posters and T-shirts and whatnot. Che was, of course, born to very wealthy parents in Argentina. All these communist scumbags were all born wealthy, almost without exception. There's just something about that. Born to wealthy parents, eventually makes his way to Cuba. Cuba was ruled by a man named Batista at this time. He was the head of Cuba. And he was two things. He was backed by us, and he was corrupt. No question about it. We relied heavily on Cuba for two things back then, tourism and sugar. Cuba produced a lot of sugar. We're talking mid-1900s here. Produced a lot of sugar. And they had been producing sugar for a long time, and the world needed it. And we started industries down there. You know, American companies would go down and start up, and it was a huge tourist destination. Casinos would pop up. I mean, it's beautiful from what I understand. I've obviously never been. From what I understand, it's beautiful. You go down, beaches, enjoy yourself, Cuba. Cuba. Well, Batista was corrupt and corrupt governments heads up, America, corrupt governments have a shelf life may not be tomorrow, may not be as fast as you want, but believe me, the clock is ticking on corrupt governments at all times. Eventually they collapse because it's only so much the people will take. Well, communists started a revolution down there to get rid of Batista. Che, got involved in this revolution, he was Fidel Castro's right hand man. Now Che was an idiot and a complete talentless loser, not some great guerrilla fighter or something like that. He was just a talented loser, but he did have this one thing that communists uh, generally they value above all. You know what that one thing was? You think about that for a moment. Fidel Castro has this guy, he makes him his number two. That's a big deal, right? He's my number two man and he's not even a good commander he doesn't have skills really he has some medical training it's not like he's some great shot or great battlefield tactician he's not he's not bringing anything else to the party except for one thing you know what that one thing was i'll tell you in a second